You're listening to the Counterculture Mom Show. Our kids are under fire every day with the media and pop culture persuading them to give up their faith and Christian values. Stay tuned now as former Hollywood actress and pop culture expert Tina Griffin helps you counter these messages and safely navigate today's pop culture chaos. Did you know that one in five Americans will experience a mental illness within any given year and that one in 25 Americans live with a serious mental illness? That's over 43 million Americans that are dealing with something associated with mental health. If mental health is a topic that you want to understand more about, or if you're desperate for answers and help regarding mental illness, this will be a very insightful episode. Tracy Scott is a wife of almost 40 years. She's a mother of three and a grandmother of one so far. Tracy and her husband have a son who has a serious mental illness that has him home with them probably forever. While raising a son suffering with mental illness, they have learned a lot about the major issues with our mental health system. The Lord has guided them and given them miracle upon miracle as to how to best serve their son and others on this same hard journey. I'm Tina Griffin, and we are back to talk more about mental health here on the Counterculture Mom Show. I'm with a woman who I met, believe it or not, while in a Phoenix airport bathroom two months ago. Who would have thought? I'm with Tracy Scott, wife, mom, and grandma. Tracy, long time no see, sister. How you doing? Yeah, I, you weren't at Phoenix Airport when I was there last week. I don't know. I, you know, I'm surprised. I feel like I missed out on another really good in-depth conversation. I don't even know how we started talking. It was like early in the morning too, and I was like half dead. Yeah, we both were putting our makeup on, and <laughs> I, I stopped at the door. I love the Lord. I stopped at the door of that bathroom and I said, should I go before security or after security? Uh And I stopped and I jetted in and there you were, bam, we met. And I'm, I'm very thankful. I am so thankful too, because literally it was like 48 hours earlier, or maybe even on that flight that God told me I need to have a mental health series in January. I'm like, Lord, where am I going to find these guests? Hours later, a day later, there you were right there in the bathroom in Phoenix. So who knows? Who knows who I'm going to meet next week in a different bathroom? It's just absolutely nuts. Tracy, your story was jaw-dropping back then, and I cannot wait to hear more. You know what it's like to care for a loved one who is struggling with mental illness. You have your son for decades here now. Uh, And a fun note, just to lighten the load before we dig in deep, you are a barrel racer, I knew you had spunk. First, tell me about the barrel racing. Then we'll get into the mental health. Well, we're all cowboys, um, our whole family. Everybody else ropes, and I run barrels, and my daughter also runs barrels. And, we're, you know, it's a lifestyle. It's a culture. We really are into the horses. Our kids were raised doing it. And uh, I'm horse poor, you say, because you have too many horses, and they cost a lot of money. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, they're they're therapeutic. They're exciting. They're everything. And yeah, in fact, as soon as we're done, I'm going to ride my horse. That is amazing. But we have to also add in the mix quick that your husband does a lot of featured films and he is a stunt in a lot of these films. How does he like doing that? Uh, He's a stunt coordinator now and he he grew up a family of three brothers doing uh, movies and, you know, has done this for since 1981 or two. His first job was a I think comes a horseman. He was a, a security guard at night watching the livestock. So he's, yeah, he has, yeah, it's a fun career. It's a job. You know, we're kind of like, eh, it's a job. <laughs> so through all of your wild endeavors, you still were raising a son with major mental health issues. So anyone tuning into this will be able to relate to what you have to say. 
Let's dig in deep to your son's story. How did you discover that your son had mental health issues? Well, my three children are 30, 33, and 36. My 33-year-old, he's kind of peeking in the back of the picture because he doesn't like his photo taken. <laughs> yeah, it, that's, that's real. So he, um, he was a sophomore in college. So it's really only been 12 or 13 years that he's been ill. And he had, um, he had an episode, an event that occurred. And so he was with family members and they called. We thought he had ingested some drugs or some kind of thing happened, but actually now we know that was his first psychotic break. And so it became a a lengthy event and we went and got him and we brought him home and had him examined all these things. No one ever said that it's possible that it was a psychotic break or mental illness. We thought he used some drugs or something. And that was the first episode and then went on to some different things that occurred and, you know, big things. And we got him home at our home for many weeks and realized this isn't drugs or alcohol because there was no access to them. And that's when things got really scary. Okay. Can you, I know this is going out around the globe here, but can you give us as much as you can with an example and the details of that, of what went down when your son was younger and you knew it was more serious than, and it wasn't drugs or alcohol? Well, they, I'd say he's not present a lot of times. We're sitting in a room, all of us together talking or whatever, and he's distracted by whatever's going on in his mind. Serious events have occurred where he's, you know, been angry or upset about something that nobody had any idea what it was or anything like that. Communication begins to break down and they use the phrase word salad. They're saying things to you, but it doesn't make sense. They're afraid of things. They're paranoid. They're, you know, I mean, everybody's family member has done different things. And the examples through um, my classes and my experience with um, uh, NAMI and stuff, you know, they... They do something, get in a uh, confrontation with police. They get in a confrontation with a neighbor. We had mostly, ours were more um, within the family unit that we had these things occur. But it became apparent there was something wrong. And so we met with a a church counselor and um, he met alone with him. And we knew, I mean, I had that terror in my heart, you know, okay, he's not drinking and drugs, which who, who could ever say, I wish it was that. And there was something seriously wrong. And that gentleman said, you need to take him to a doctor immediately. This is a medical serious problem. Take him to a doctor and find NAMI. Wow. Okay. So that was my next question. Where did you find help for him? You went to NAMI. Well, I went to NAMI while we tried to find help for him. And one of my daughter's classmates, she was still in high school, um, he had had some mental health issues and some really serious things that occurred with him. So I called their parent, his parents. I said, where is your good doctor? And uh, they sent us to Santa Barbara and we went to this really great guy. But it took us weeks to get there. Nothing happened right away. You, there's, I, Can I say there's our time and there's mental health time? Yeah. You know, someone's sick. They're not going to say, yeah, let's go to the doctor. <laughs> there, right. You know. right. Yeah. So it took a long time and we finally got him to that doctor. But when we walked into the door, he was very symptomatic, very distracted, no eye contact, um, very um, agitated, anxious, filled, all these things that are, you know, symptoms of his illness. And the Dr. Miller, really great guy, he immediately said, oh, yeah, this is and this is what I would recommend, which is a diagnosis my son has never accepted and didn't accept that day. It was a very upsetting day for him. And, and 
that is another symptom and, and something that's really hard for family members and people to say, anosognosia is a symptom of mental illness. And that means they have no insight to their illness. They have no awareness wow. that they're actually talking to you in almost a foreign language that they, you don't understand them and they just don't have insight to that. And so 41% of people with mental illness have that. And so when a family member is having this, you know, knockdown drag out with their loved one and they're saying blue and you're saying red and this, all this is going on, they believe blue. And, and when you come to terms with the fact that you can't change their mind, you can't fix this in this combative conversation, you know, it kind of changes the channel. But again, it's, it has its own anosognosia and the whole care and treatment plan and all that stuff is a problem. Unbelievable. I have like 10 more questions like normal for you. So people can know how to help their loved ones. What NAMI has done for you is critical. We're going to find out all about that more right after word from our sponsors. The public education system is a burning building. But our children don't have to be trapped in the flames of anti-God, anti-American, and anti-freedom agendas. Rescue your children today. My Father's World can help. With a Bible-centered, complete curriculum for preschool through high school, My Father's World returns the focus to God, family, community, and patriotism. Join the nearly 250,000 families who have already escaped public education through homeschooling. My Father's World can also help you bring real education reform to your community with a micro-school or Christian school. Visit mfwbooks.com slash Fortina or scan the QR code for more information and get your special offer. That's mfwbooks.com forward slash the number four, Tina. For homeschool, micro-school, and preschool, My Father's World is your solution. The only way we can truly make America great again is by investing in America first. Cortez Wealth Management provides American-based investment opportunities so you can rest assured that your funds are supporting businesses that you value. Are your investments aligned with your beliefs? Are you unknowingly supporting Chinese companies? Do you know if you hold ESG investments? We will help you answer these critical questions and more. Our professionals provide a strategic planning process in our America First Retirement Plan that is uniquely tailored to meet your goals and objectives. With our competitive fees and personalized service, you will get the best possible protection and security on your investment while also supporting policies and products you believe in. Call Cortez Wealth Management now at 813-448-3446 or visit AmericaFirstRetirementPlan.com and schedule an appointment with us today. That's AmericaFirstRetirementPlan.com. Have peace of mind that when you retire, you will enjoy your golden years. Our ministry is supported primarily by donations, and we are honored to have people who are excited to partner with us in ministry. This year, we are praying for our viewers to come alongside us so we can form a huge army to go fight in this battle together for our children, families, and country with this critical info God is guiding us to expose, educate, and encourage our viewers with. You are family to us. On the days we want to give up, you keep us going. Thank you for spending time watching our program and being on the front of the battle lines with us. If you'd like to donate to Counterculture Ministries and join our team financially, even if it's five bucks a month, that will still go a long way. You can make your tax-deductible gift by going to counterculturemom.com and then just click on the donate button. And if you become a new monthly partner, our team will be sending out the book Countercultural Parenting. 
Building Character in a World of Compromise, as a gift to you in the mail. This book talks about building godly character, obedience, and setting an example in love. Thank you for joining forces with us. Let's do some damage together. May we use our talents, time, and resources to the best of our ability in 2023 until he calls us home. All right, Tracy, we have something to share with the audience right now. These are the mental health tips. If you have a friend or a loved one diagnosed with a mental illness, here are five ways you can help. Can you rattle this off for the audience? So reach out and let them know you're available. Yeah, they need to know they have an advocate, a partner, you know, in what they're facing. And even prior to that, you take your loved one for a physical. You know, there's many physical ailments besides brain physical ailments that will cause, you know, um, just dips in your emotional, you know, health and all kinds of things. And so uh, brain tumors, I mean, that's excessive or dramatic, but take your loved one to a, a physical, especially if they're an adolescent, get a physical, get a physical doctor to look at them head to toe, run blood work, find things out. Cause you could eliminate some things that aren't as serious or permanent is what my son is experiencing. A lot of people have things like that going on in their health, their normal, normal health, and they could be eliminated. And after that, if it's still occurring, then of course you need to see, you know, a, a, psychologist, psychiatrist, you know? So if you, you know, whatever the terms you could get them to the doctor, offer to help, a ride, all that thing, your loved one may not be willing, but there's triage units all over the United States, places where you can walk in and get triage and care. And, and, and sometimes there's a wait, sometimes there's, you know, some encumbrances that happen. But if you can get your loved one there, you can get triaged, you can have, you know, them help you with the the psychiatric part of your loved one's health, because the brain is also a body part. And sometimes the brain is sick. Offer to help them access mental health services. Can you go into detail with that? Yeah. You know, wherever it is, you know, we can find a doctor. You, you can choose the doctor, you know, help us, you know, help us help you by your willingness to get there. And then, you know, usually the loved one, me, we're all ready to go, but they aren't really so ready to go. So you got to, you know, you got to work it out where they feel dignity. And because, I mean, a diagnosis with serious mental illness is devastating. And if, even if they don't have the impact of the long term of it all, nobody, nobody wants to be crazy. <laughs> and you were exactly. And you were saying that almost half of the people that have a mental illness don't even know that they have one. So it's like, how do you gently say, we got to get you help? And they're like, what do you mean? You got to get help. You know, I can see how an argument might ensue. Number three on this list, we have treat them with respect. That's self-explanatory. Four, don't define them by their diagnosis. Can you explain that? Yeah. You know, it's no one's fault. That's the thing. I mean, even in the church, Honestly, I've had people say, well, we should pray. Is there unforgiveness in your son's life? We should pray. And, you know, if your pancreas is whack or your heart is whack or any, you have any other physical ailments in your body, nobody says you need deliverance. Right. Well, they, but Maybe. They, <laughs> let's get fixed. Let's go find out. You know, modern medicine is a gift from God. And so we, we do need to understand it's not my fault. Anyway, I raised my child, although for decades, the mother's been the blame of mental health. It's not my son's fault. It's nothing he took. It's nothing he did. It just is happening. And so you respect them in the fact that it's no one's fault. And family members, if they can come to terms with it is no one's fault because we have this hidden guilt. We have this just sadness. It's no one's fault. 
but and, you know, going to get you through it. And if people are thinking it's their fault, that might also stop them from going to get help. So that's like the barrier we just have to tear down. That's how the enemy wants to keep us ensnared. The two cents that I've got, of course, you have more medical background than what I've got. I would just say, try to find a Christian medical doctor because that's going to help too. Because, you know, sometimes doctors prescribe 42 different medications for someone and that also has side effects. So you want to get a Christian doctor in the mix. Number five, learn and share the facts about mental health. Can you explain about uh, a little bit more about that? Yeah, well, my loved one is not prepared to hear me talk about mental health because his, you know, his unique situation. Well, it's not that unique. But anyway, he doesn't want to talk about that. But I have gleaned as much information as possible. We that's where we found NAMI, the National Alliance for Mental Illness. That's where we learned more and more about mental health. Um, what, you know, how we could help our loved one, how we could be an advocate for them. They need an advocate in, especially in this, this time and age with COVID and all these things going on. People need an advocate, somebody who hears the doctor clearly, somebody who is willing to get them to those appointments, somebody who's going to help with medication adherence, which is a nightmare at times. So, you, you know, be an advocate, listen to, you know, get them where they need to be and do it all you can. And NAMI helped us that. It helped us to relax. It's not our fault. Understand what's going on and not try and force all this down his throat. Be ready when he's when he's ready, be available when he wants. And, you know, we've learned so much there. They have a course for family members. They have a course for um, people who are living with a mental illness to help them understand those who are willing, what is going on with their brain to help us understand our lack of control of the situation and how we can be a better advocate and nurturing. And then um, I sent you a thing about a book that changed. It was a game changer for oh, us. So that's a surprise for the end. That's oh, right. We'll Look later. at this. Let's go to NAMI, which is a National Alliance on Mental Illness. Let's go to their website. It sounds fantastic for the reasons you just gave. Seeking Helpline Volunteers. You can order NAMI's book. You are not alone. I think that's fantastic. Check it out. 988 is now available nationwide. Do you know more about that number? Is that in case people are needing help immediately? Yeah, yeah. So that's the national um, suicide line. And so um, the number one, you know, fear of all of us with a loved one that they would take their lives because they they are experiencing things we can't even fathom in their minds and heart about what's happened to them and why them and all those things. And so it's forefront now in the media and especially this week. But there's a line now, a live line for the first time ever. You can dial 988 and somebody's going to help you. They're going to try and be that that pause in whatever that person is thinking, if they're thinking of harming themselves, whatever. And I'm not an expert on any of this. I'm a mom, but I know every mom would be thankful if their kid could pick up the phone and dial 988 instead of following with plans. When we come back from this commercial break, I've got the book information that I know you're dying to share with everybody and also some issues with the mental health system that you want to address so more people don't have to go through the same treacherous journey you had. Right after word from our sponsors. Hi, this is Kevin Sorbo, and I want to introduce you to Equipping the Persecuted and their important work in Nigeria. The mission of Equipping the Persecuted is, as the name states, to equip our brothers and sisters in any way that we can. 
People in Nigeria are suffering at the hand of terrorists for their faith in Jesus. Sadly, very little is being done to create a lasting solution. That's where we step in. Our goal is to protect, rebuild, and strengthen families in both body and spirit. We are prepared with the resources necessary to respond after an attack. We provide medical aid, food, and a team to pray and comfort victims. Our persecuted brothers and sisters need your help. Take action today with a monthly gift of $20 or more at equippingthepersecuted.org. That's equippingthepersecuted.org. Thank you for your time. What was the last thing you put on your skin? Did you know that it entered your bloodstream in less than 30 seconds? Hi, I'm Deborah, and while recovering from cancer, I discovered that many ingredients in the most trusted skincare brands are toxic. So after a decade of research and development, my daughter and I created something that was safe for me to use and actually worked. We launched Givederm, a skincare line that's pure enough for newborn babies, yet powerful enough for the manliest of men, and effective enough for women concerned about anything from breakouts to aging. Our one-of-a-kind line will nourish your skin with natural, organic, and non-GMO ingredients like turmeric, pineapple, exotic mushrooms, French green clay, saffron, and even raw honey. And all of our products are proudly made right here in the USA. Just go to Givederm.com and enter discount code TINA at checkout to save 10% off your order. That's TINA for 10% off. The next time you put something on your skin, make sure you Givederm. Hey, we're back with Tracy, giving us great tips and tools for anyone that is going through a mental illness or parents that are raising a child with mental illness issues. You were about to uh, uh, totally wreck the surprise at the end here with a phenomenal read that you went through yourself that you want to share with everybody. What book helped you a ton when dealing and working with your son that is uh, going through a mental illness? So it's called I'm Not Sick, I Don't Need Help. And it's a psychiatrist who had a brother who was very ill. And he obviously, you know, was part of the system in mental health, but he realized so many things about how to communicate with his loved one. And this is a a book that was referred to me in my first NAMI class that they have a family to family class. I recommend anybody who has a loved one, go to the family to family class and you'll learn amazing stuff, science, emotional, because this is so emotionally behavioral oriented. So a lot of families just suffer a lot of damage. You know, their loved one is said harmful things, done harmful things, all these things. And so to release that and forgive them and move forward now, okay, how do you even talk to them? Well, this book really helps this Dr. Xavier Amador um, just developed a system, a way to talk to his loved one and, you know, negotiating, you know, medication, all that stuff. It's a read. It's a really good book. And everybody who has a loved one should read this book. Simple, simple book on Amazon. Okay. It's on Amazon. Once again, it's called, I am not sick. I don't need help. How to help someone with mental illness, accept treatment, which basically solidifies what you said in the beginning of this show today, about half of the people that have a mental illness don't believe they have one. That is amazing. And how do you relate to those people? So I have got to ask you this. If people are watching right now, they're raising a child that has mental illness or they're married to a spouse that has it. What helps you get through the hard days where you just want to give up and wave the white flag? Hmm. The Lord. I mean, God has got us through miracle upon miracle. I have insurance, like five figure amounts of money, 
miracles, doctor miracles, just, you know, path after path that God's guided us and taken us through. So the Lord, first and foremost, the um, understand that it's not your fault and you are your loved one's best statistic for a better life. If they don't have somebody fighting for them, if they don't have somebody partnering with them, as the book will teach you to do, if they don't have somebody help helping them and supporting them, it's it's very, very despairing. They may not make it. They may be part of another statistic, whatever it be, homeless or whatever. So you are the ones, and we tell ourselves all the time, if we'd had a child born with Down syndrome or anything like that, we would have put up with a lot of stuff and we'd still have that child lovingly in our arms and we wouldn't have given up. And although all the damage and the things that happen when you have a loved one that's seriously sick, you just, I, we're so thankful he's alive and he's with us and he will be forever. And it's the Lord every day. Some days I think I'm feeling a little frustrated with you, Benjamin Paul. Uh-huh. And I, he, I am chosen to be his mother and, and I want to keep him alive as long as, and that's not even a dramatic statement. There's a large statistic of seriously mentally ill who people who come to some demise and, you know, we don't need to, I'm not an expert. I don't need to discuss any of that, but I want to keep him alive for a long, healthy life. I hope I see you, I don't know, Chicago, New York. Where are we going to meet up again soon? Sunny Arizona. <laughs> you want me coming down by you. You know what? If I fly down there, you have to help me know how to jump over a barrel. Is that a deal? Well, I'll just help you ride one of our horses. <laughs> Rock on. Let's start with that so I don't get injured. That's a good idea. Enough people going to the hospital today. Thanks for joining us for the Counterculture Mom Show with your host, Tina Griffin. For over two decades, Tina has traveled the globe exposing how pop culture is glamorizing harmful behaviors without showing the consequences and how these messages are wreaking havoc on today's youth. Through radio, TV, podcasts, and our app, Counterculture Ministries is reaching millions every week with a biblically-based message for hope for today's teens and their parents. But we can't do that without your faithful prayer and financial investment. If you appreciate the ministry of Tina and Counterculture Ministries, would you prayerfully consider a generous gift right now? We have a donor matching dollar for dollar. You can give securely online by visiting counterculturemom.com or by texting the word DONATE to the number 55444. That's counterculturemom.com or text the word DONATE to the number 55444. Every dollar is doubled. If you love this show, you can stay up to date on the latest critical issues affecting your family by catching all of our weekly episodes with resource links, signing up for our e-newsletter, and downloading our Counterculture Mom app, where you get timely pop culture alerts. Visit counterculturemom.com for more details. And be sure to join us next week for another edition of the Counterculture Mom Show with Tina Griffin, where we are rewriting Hollywood script for our kids. 